0: On the record with Gavin Riley, Sunday morning at 11.
1: Brought to you by PWC, a dedicated private business team built around you. It all adds up to the new equation on News Talk. 11,988 people. We're living in emergency accommodation at the end of March 2023. That is by far the highest number that have ever been reflected as living in emergency accommodation. Um, it doesn't reflect perhaps the true image or picture of homelessness because it doesn't include those who may be staying with family and friends who are ill-equipped to cater to them or those who might simply be couchsurfing or somewhere else other than um, under the refuge of emergency accommodation providers. Uh, Peter McVary is with us on the line. Um, Peter, thank you very much for taking our call. I know you're, you're a busy man on, on Sunday morning, so appreciate your time. Um, what was your, your first gut reaction when you saw the figures on Friday, 11,988?
0: Well, not surprising, but very depressing. In fact, beyond depressing. You know, for the last five or six years at least, Every month, the homeless figures have gone up, with one or two minor exceptions. They have just gone relentlessly up and up and up. And now, at the end of the eviction ban, I think we could be seeing an explosion of homelessness. So, I I think it is extremely depressing. uh, And, uh, no, I I don't don't know what to say. I've often suggested that uh, News Talk should uh, record my comments, (laughs) And then every month when their homeless figures come out, just replay what I've said because it doesn't change. The numbers just go up and up and up and it is extremely frustrating.
1: Um, 2.1% increase in a month um, of those who are living in emergency accommodation. The the figure year on year is up 22%. Um, Are you especially worried or do you think that there's any any rational explanation for why the figure would go up in a month where the ban on no-fault evictions was still in place?
0: Well, I suspect that if the ban wasn't in place, the numbers would have gone up an awful lot more. The majority of people becoming homeless today are being evicted from the private rented sector, and that's been the case for the last couple of years. So with the ban in place, those evictions more or less didn't take place. Uh, So the the, the rise in the numbers is due to other factors, it's due to, uh, to a relationship breakdown of... Uh, being told to leave their family home but uh, it could have been it could have been much worse without the ban on, on evictions being in place
1: um, Does the fact that the numbers have gone up even in a month where there was a ban on no-fault evictions does that suggest that there are always going to be some causes of homelessness which are outside of the government's direct control or, or things that they, they wouldn't ever be empowered to address or prevent?
0: There's always going to be some homelessness but it should be short term yeah, relationships are going to break up. You know, people are going to leave home for whatever reason, and they may need emergency accommodation for a short period of days or weeks while their situation is assessed. But there should be no long-term homelessness. Uh, that, that, is, that is unnecessary. And I'd make a distinction between the, the cities and the towns of Ireland. There should be absolutely no homelessness in the various towns around Ireland because there are far more empty buildings in those towns than there are homeless people. Now, some local authorities have brought none of those empty buildings back into use over the last few years. Some have brought one back into use. And others have been much better, like Waterford has brought 45 back into use. We need, especially in the towns of Ireland, to get all those empty buildings back into use. And the money is no object. The money is there. The, the obstacle is political apathy. So we should, we should be absolutely no reason for homelessness uh, outside the cities. Okay. In you... the cities, we have a problem. Again, there's empty buildings uh, available which should be brought back into use as a matter of priority. We also need to use modular homes. One provider of modular homes told me he can, from starting to build a modular home, he can have it on site and hand the keys over to the people who are going to live there within 13 weeks. In Ireland, that's taken uh, 12 months. The modular homes the government ordered were due to be occupied in November last year. Now we're told it's going to be June this year. Mm. It's almost twelve months since the order was placed. But it, if, I don't if, know what the thing is. It's a bureaucracy problem. It's a planning problem. But we need to address that problem. Well, we could have seven thousand modular homes on the ground by Christmas yeah, well, if the if the political will and the obstacles were were
1: there yeah well one could certainly argue that planning might be an issue and also if, if it's 13 weeks for construction that it doesn't take into account whether you need to have utilities on the site and it's all well and good building a modular home if you don't have running water or electricity on that site but the, the point but is certainly not taken a problem.
0: the government have enough uh, enough uh, land where that the facilities are available they have enough land to build 100,000 houses so the the land is there the service land is already there the obstacle is in planning permission uh, and uh, and the bureaucracy.
1: Um, you say it's it's political apathy. Uh, we, we did have one of our contributors in our newspaper panel in the first hour. I, I know you didn't get to hear it because you, you were off doing your usual Sunday obligations, but um, the, the, that contributor put it down to the loss of institutional capability and memory within local authorities because they spent so long out of the house building game that it isn't necessarily apathy so much as just not, not retaining the competence to do it.
0: Yeah, that's in terms of building new social housing, but in renovating houses, bringing empty houses back into use, they, there's no loss of uh, of competency there. That can be done. We do it all the time as as, a, as a, an approved housing body, uh, and we don't have the the the, uh, the 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 experts. We we use experts, but we don't have the expertise within our organisation. So bringing empty buildings back into use is is not an is not an issue. Certainly, I appreciate. The, uh, the local authorities do not have the expertise uh, to uh, to build social housing mm. on the scale that's needed.
1: Um, the the figures are obviously quite striking and and as you say it's an increase of, of 2.1% but that was in the month of March which is before the no-fault evictions ban was lifted. Um, have you noticed a, a significant surge in the demand for emergency accommodation being provided by or organised by your trust Um, in the last month since the ban was uh, lifted or or is it something that's still to materialise?
0: It's something that's still going to materialise. I've noticed uh, an increase in homelessness over the last few months, even while the ban was in place. We are finding it more and more difficult to get homeless people into hostels and more and more difficult to get families into family hubs. Uh, So that has been a problem over the last few months and I expect that this is going to simply... uh, uh, simply take off now that the ban has been lifted i mean many uh, many households have to be given maybe six months' notice to quit uh, so the 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 eviction ban will over the next six months will will uh, will will affect the mm. the increase in homelessness It's not all going to happen just uh, immediately it's going to and we're going to get uh, over the next six months we're going to get a flood. Of heartbreaking stories of people who have been made homeless. We've already heard a few. A mother who was due to leave her rented home on the very same day that she was in hospital having a baby. <laughs> and you have another lady who has a therapy dog, has been told that she has to leave her rented home. She's not going to find anywhere. No oh, a landlord's going to take in a dog with, a, uh, with, the, with the tenant. So there's going to be these heartbreaking stories over the next six months, which uh, uh, I think are going to really influence uh, public opinion very, very strongly.
1: Uh, Peter McVeary, co-founder of the Peter McVeary Trust, thank you very much for, for taking the time to join us. As I said, I know you're a busy man on Sunday morning, so I really do appreciate your time uh, this lunchtime joining us on the record. Um, A few texts that have come in in our earlier hour about uh, the situation on housing and who might be able to address it. Um, A lot of the work being done on housing, says TJ, will only snowball into effect when Sinn Féin are in power. They can then claim to have sorted a lot of things. Uh, Another texter says the problem is not the money, as as Peter has rightly pointed out. The problem is with how long the planning process takes, including appeals, etc. It takes years, says that texter. And somebody else says, I'm a long-time Fine Gael supporter, but I'm now considering voting for a different party. I think they're going too far left with Faradkar at the helm they've forgotten the middle classes I think many Finegrail supporters are dissatisfied with Fine Gael. Um interesting what Peter says about there not being an, a surge in demand as of yet for emergency accommodation I was talking to Wayne Stanley of, of the Simon Communities on Friday uh, for television and he said the same uh, DePaul by the way are saying that they've noticed an increase in demand for emergency accommodation among single men who may have been the results of relationship breakdown or who may have been in a house share who have lost their accommodation and since then simply have had nowhere else to go, and they now too are dependent on emergency accommodation.
0: On the record with Gavin Riley,
1: Sunday morning at 11. Brought to you by PWC, a dedicated private business team built around you. It all adds up to the new equation on News
0: Talk.